Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Welcome to Exploring Missions, connecting mission needs with those equipped by God to meet those needs across the world or across town. And now the host of Exploring Missions, Bert Harper. An old radio guy by the name of Paul Harvey, uh, who is classic. And if you don't know that, go to YouTube, you at whatever you can to listen to Paul Harvey and some of his commentaries. But he had a program called The Rest of the Story. So here on Exploring the Missions, uh, program today. Nathan, we're going to kind of do the rest of the story, and I'm excited about doing this story, too. It is. It's been kind of an ongoing saga for, for a little while. and uh, As long as this program's been on the that's air. That's right. That's yeah. right. And we started with Exploring Missions a few years ago. It was your idea, and uh, Jim Stanley said, yeah, let's do it. Not just once, every once in a while on Exploring the Word, but let's do Exploring the Missions every week. And uh, it was born, and we've been doing it now several years, and yeah. some of our first interviews was with the people who are with us today. Yeah, and we started with uh, with Adam behind the board producing this show. He is the former producer, and we moved on up to Devin. I agree. No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we, we are a family here. It says American Family Radio, American Family, you know, Association. And for me, that's the way I like it. I like the idea of family. And, and Adam, it's good to have you, brother. Thank you. And we do miss you at the board, but but Devin is— I miss it. Well, Devin, he does a good job. You know, some people get reassigned to new areas, don't they? They do. And you go with the flow? Absolutely, every day. Okay. And you don't have to put up with me anymore. That's one plus. No, that's a negative. (laughs) Okay, but I appreciate (laughs) you. And along with Adam Suddeth is his wife, Amy. Amy, welcome. Thank you. Amy is a former employee who was promoted— to stay at home, mom. Absolutely. Hey, well, you say that with a smile <laughs> as big as this room. It's something I waited for for a long time. For a long time. Well, let me try to set this up. When I told you they were interviewed earlier on this program years ago, and it was about foster care. And uh, they were taking children into their home, caring for them. They had had the experience of having a child, letting having to let that child go and the heartache of difficulty of that. But then God placed on their heart more than just foster care, and it was the area of adoption. And uh, we haven't been able to cover it each step of the way because during this whole process of time, they've been in the process of adoption, not with one. But let me see. Let's, let's count it down here, Amy. One, two, three, four, and now five. Five, mm-hmm. five children. So when this program started, you were the foster parents, but now, later, you're the parents of five children. Correct. Well, let's go back, Adam, and I want you to tell the journey. What laid it on your guy's heart to get involved in foster care? Can y'all remember that a little bit, just a little bit of information? Well, at first, when we first got married, I was not willing to understand that I could love a child that was not biologically mine. And so we were about nine years into our marriage when I actually listened to a Focus on the Family uh, broadcast, and it was on adoption. And 
it kind of pricked my heart to to go through foster care and adoption and then we started the journey and it was probably what about six months after that is when we had our first foster child but uh and then uh alex came along uh about three or four months after that and now he is your oldest he is our oldest and the first yes and and Nathan, you remember this process. You come in every once in a while, and you'd see Adam, especially when he was doing that, and he'd update you on yeah. how many kids were in their home. It was always, a qu- how many you got now? Yeah, and, and it, it was always exciting to hear about the about the children, and um, it was always, I would say, not as exciting, but uh, interesting to follow the uh, the legal path to, to get there. I know it was uh, a lot of hard work by these guys. And, um, you know, you think about a, a birth mother who, who goes through labor pains and, and, and delivery to give birth to a child. Um, us men just kind of shake our heads and think, wow, that's incredible. That's a lot of work. It would be one and done if it were us, yeah, for sure. probably. Yes. And, but to see these guys go through all the work and labor and trial uh, in adopting children, that's amazing to me as well. It is. And... And this is missional. This is exploring missions. And we have found out God, and through the Bible, God loves children. And some children are left alone for different reasons, death, but also desertion, and sometimes other issues. And these children are left alone, and God desires them to have loving homes. And so God places it on the heart of men and women, couples that married, that we, God, has placed us in a position where we can love adopted children. They do not have to be biologically ours to love them as much as I would one that was adopted. And so it's a missional ministry, but not one that you go into lightly. No, I mean, it has practical, real-life, day-to-day trials and struggles, and uh, just like any uh, family would go through. Um, um, but I, I would say there's somewhat of an added dimension if you look at things spiritually. You know how in the New Testament we learn how Gentiles, which includes all of us here at this table, uh, Gentiles are grafted in, grafted to, in. to God's family, into Abraham in that line. Um, and all that's through Jesus. And, and it's neat to see a family that has grafted in children through adoption and made them a part of a family the biology part of it doesn't matter. You know, it's, it's that love uh, and even the love of Christ in this family that, that really says everything. And that's really a picture of mission and in, in how God sends us out to love a world in What's the same the way. What's the greatest effect missional place in all the world is the home. And, and sometimes we forget that. Amy, mm-hmm. Alex came into your life and foster care. How long did it take you to think, okay, well, this is a possibility of adoption? Um, for me... The moment I met him, I knew he was ours. <laughs> I mean, he just. That's like, that's a mama. Yeah. Now, I, I, I'm going to t- cut you off. Adam, was it quite that quick for you? It was close to that. Close I mean, to it, that. Was, it was a couple of meetings. Yeah, yes. That's good. And so, Alex, you knew you were headed that way. I did. I knew um, it It was different at first because, you know, when I would assume through birth, you know, they come in and it's automatically either yours. But when they're foster, you have you have to treat it differently to start with, you know. But for me, it was hard because I automatically wanted to be mama right then. Right then. You know, and I had to wait for him 
to mm. get there. And so waiting for him to get there was a little harder. So it's a building of a relationship. It absolutely is. Yes. Absolutely. Um, I can remember when he actually called me mama for the first time. We were driving, I guess it was to Memphis to pick up something, and we were driving down the road, and he said, hey, mom, I mean, Miss Amy. And I said, it's okay, baby, if that's what you want to call me. No, 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 no. And from that moment on, though, it was it was mama. Amen. So. Adam, uh, Alex comes along, and uh, he's connected with some other family members, right? Yes, he does. He has uh, two siblings that uh, when we first had Alex, we were told that we would never get a chance to adopt uh, his sisters. One of them was in another foster home that was long-term, and the other one was still with the biological mother, and that there was no chance for us to have the other two girls so it was disheartening but we were we were determined okay. only god here absolutely. absolutely only absolutely, god yeah. here he comes in okay so tell us a little bit about the journey to child number two and, and i know they're close together but give us that as much as you can a right. profile of that um about a year and a half after alex came into the home um i get a phone call saying that uh the baby she was now two two and a half at the time had been taken out of the home and I'd already told the social workers, I said, if she comes out, we want her. Um, it was about two weeks after she came out of the home that she came to us and lived with us. Um, as it, foster. As foster, yes. right. Um, but we knew that if, if Alex was able to be adopted, that she would be adopted too. So at that point in time, Alex was still foster. Right. And not full adoption right. when you got when you got her. Right. Okay, let's go with children's names. Um, Which one? Because I asked you if we it could. It was Addie. Okay, I'm writing them down. Al, I have to write them. I just A and Adam. It all They're starts all with A's. A, so that makes it easy. Uh, okay. Yes. They're all A's. Well, Adam and Amy, you just got to do that. Exactly. That was either that or A, B, C, D, E, F, and, you know. But anyway, right. if you did that, though, you'd have to go all the way to 26, and that would not <laughs> be. I, I do know a family that started out with the ABCs, and they got to, I think, uh, e, maybe F, and but from E, they just jumped to Z and made the last one to Z. <laughs> they wanted to be done. That's right. Yeah, uh, twenty six. I mean, nineteen kids and counting is a lot, but twenty six right. would be a little bit much. Okay, so so Addie comes into your home, and now you have two. Correct. Uh, a lot of things change as far as your home life too, right? It did. It was an adjustment for for Alex the most, I think, just because he had gotten used to being the only child. For how many? For how long? It was about a year and a half. Year and a half. Yeah, and that's then, enough to get adjusted to right. that. Right. Yeah. And and like he was used to me sitting beside his bed before he went to sleep every night, and yeah. so I had to tell him, "Look, baby sister's here now. You got to help me out." I mean, he did okay, but he it was an adjustment for a while. It was an adjustment. Well, Adam, as that went along, uh, was your heart toward Addie as much as it was for Alex? Oh, absolutely. And I've and, heard fathers and, and, and daughters and was, just I quick. Was, I was going to say, uh, it's kind of a different relationship because she was a daughter and, you know, fathers and daughters have a different bond than fathers and sons. We, You know, fathers and sons have their own bond. But they got to hit on each other a little bit. You oh, know? absolutely, and wrestle. But <laughs> wrestle, you know, a lot. You, you got to you you cuddle with a little girl, especially when they're two, two and a half, and and so we had a lot of cuddling. Even though uh, initially, before she ever moved into our home, she was scared of of males, and so I thought that there wouldn't be no chance for me to get close to her at first, but. She was. She let me pick her up, 
and I got to carry her basically to the car yeah. for her to come to our house. So she, she took to him right, real quick. Yep. Now you can't see Adam, but he's a big teddy bear. Okay. <laughs> it, it, well, Amy's not saying that, but around here, I say, you know, just caring and loving, and uh, you know, you just that you would win them over quick, and I, I know that happens. So you got two in the home. Okay, how long was before number three comes along? It was probably about a year and a half as well. Year and a half. Um, and she was completely unexpected. Like, we were told, you know, this family's going to adopt her. Um, and then she, the mother, you know, she's like, hey, she said, we really feel like that she needs to be in the home with her siblings. Um, I, I, I want you guys to have her. Um, and that was hard for her. Like, she struggled probably for a month after, wouldn't even. Now, this, the third one was older Right. Than the second one in is biologically. Correct. Right. She was seven when she came to us. Her okay. name's Anna. Anna. Mm-hmm. So we got the third A. Third A. Did correct. I spell it right this time? Out? Okay. <laughs> he he's helping me here. <laughs> and uh, so, and has any adoption taken place yet? All three of those, those have been adopted. Well, I'm talking about at well, that no, time when Anna that time, comes in. No. No nope. adoption. So Alex is still correct. Still foster. Mm-hmm. And there's limits on what you do in correction. Uh, let's yes. let's talk. Y'all mind talking about that not, a little bit? Uh, the limits that are put on correction for foster children are very strict, right? Yeah. And limiting and difficult for you to discipline in a way that they sometimes understand. Absolutely. It's it's you have to be creative, but you also have to realize that there is a large limitation on your ability to discipline, you have to basically allow them to work it out on their own and you just talk to them. You have no other form of discipline, really. And and the biblical model is that, but along with backed up by, you know, sometimes saying, okay, here's the discipline that you have. We won't go into detail. But it is one that balances it out. Yes. The one you were asked to do ha- doesn't have a lot of balance to it because it's basically positive reinforcement rather than the other. Which right. and, and that's the way preaching is. And, you know, I'm going to go back to preaching, Adam. <laughs> and it says reprove, rebuke, and exhort. So in preaching, you have that which is correction, but you have that which is motivation. Any good preacher, any good teacher is going to have both of those involved. Good parenting has that as well. And then in foster care, there's so much restrictions on the reproving that it makes it difficult. Correct. Is that, is, am I speaking? Oh, you're absolutely right. It was very difficult well, sometimes. I saw, you know, we prayed through a lot of that, Adam. And yes. We'd pray about what go, was going on and what was happening, and we would pray for them, Nathan. It's yeah. hard enough with biological kids yeah. that are coming to your home rather than those kids' adoption who's used to one set and now they come into yours. Yeah, and it's unfortunate that in a lot of ways those regulations are are somewhat necessary because of, I don't know how things are anymore in the fostering system, but we've all heard stories, horror stories, of children in foster care situations that have even in that situation have faced abuse and difficult, you know, inappropriate discipline and things like that. No wonder the department was glad to get a couple like yeah. Adam and Amy. And we need more Christian families who, who are healthy and, and solid and mature to to do foster care, right? Would you say that's a, a great need around here and probably anywhere in the listening area? Oh, I would think it's an absolute need for, for those type of things because there's not many people. They all say, I don't think I could do that. That's just too much for me. We didn't think we could either, though. God's grace? Oh, absolutely. I mean— 
the things that we have endured and the things, the heartaches and the, the joys and everything that, that went along with foster care, we didn't think that if you had asked us to step away from what we, what we were doing at the time, could you endure that? We probably would have said no. But with God's grace and God's help and help of fellow believers and our community, our family, uh, we were able to endure through it all and, and to succeed in it, actually. So you have Alex, Addie, and Anna in your home. A fourth one's coming. Does adoption take place with these before the fourth one comes in? Oh, yeah. Adoption okay. took place. I, I yeah. thought I could remember the chain <laughs> yeah. of events. Yeah. A lot of us here at AFR, we went through this with him, not like they did, <laughs> but we were on the sideline cheering and praying and just seeking the Lord. So adoption, tell us a little bit about the adoption, a little bit about the process. I know we can't not go. It would take a 24 hours to talk about all the legal ramifications, but all three of these came at the same time or different times? They were all three adopted at the same time. That's what I thought. Um, we we found out in early April. part of, eight, of 2016 the rights have been terminated, and we can move to adoption. And then in September of 2016, we adopted all three of them. At the same time? At the same time. And it was a celebration. Am At, I right? Yes. Oh, there were about tough. 20-ish 20. people in the courtroom or in the chambers with us when we adopted them. And then some pictures went out on Facebook. <laughs> it went it went. I went crazy. It went viral. Yeah. It went viral, Amy. I, I went crazy. And all of a sudden, you had three set of the children. They were already settled. They were already just now laid legal. Mm -hmm. Yes, Adam, how'd you feel? Oh, I was overjoyed. I cried in the in the this big big teddy bears crying (laughs) in the judges' chambers. So yeah, it was it was it was really a a remarkable, almost like the birth of our children. I mean, you know, it's almost to to a foster that adopts. It is almost like a birth of of your family and that's kind of when our family birthed was in 2016. So you have Alex, Addie, and Anna. And did you think you were through? We said we were through. On that day we said we were through. Well, we were had, done. You had one for the father, one for the son, and one for the Holy Spirit, <laughs> you know? And what else could you do? But tell us what else happened, Amy. Go ahead. Yeah. How did how did number four come in and a little bit like that? Um I went home that day and I sat down and I just started crying. I said, we're not done yet. I said, we still have room in our home. I said, I can't be done. I just, I just can't be. And Adam just kind of looked at me and he was like, okay. (laughs) But I mean, he, he didn't question it, you know? Um, And I don't know how much I want to say about the, but we had a foster that we had in for a little while. Um, But things didn't really work out with that situation. It was just, wasn't a right fit for our family. It wasn't a right fit for our family. Um, And then... Um, we had a friend that said that she had a niece that had a baby and I said, well, we just want to kind of help out. You know, we just want to kind of be there for the family because they had, they had a lot on their plate. Right. And then helping out turned into her being there pretty much all the time. And, um, she was seven months, I think at the time. And her name is Allie. A number four. A number four. A number four. Um, and her her birth mom actually contacted me in November and said, "Hey, we want you to. Would you like to adopt her?" And I was like, "Yeah." And she turned. How long had she November been in? Twenty seventeen. Yeah, she had been in our home. 
six few, months. Six months. Six months. Okay. Um, and she turned over her rights the next day, and we went and adopted her in January. So the process after they terminated the rights and you get it was a lot easier on you guys than the other. Yeah, the absolutely. Other three. It was a lot easier than foster care for sure. Yeah. The first group was four years. Four years. Yes. Through the legal process. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, to adoption. Correct. Completion, mm-hmm. Four years. Uh, same judge or different judges during along the way? Do y'all remember? Um, the adoption judge was the same for all three, actually. Yeah. So we were fortunate enough to be able to have the same judge for that. Um, the reason she was I not the that, same they judge. They get to know you guys. They see you guys mm-hmm. and oh, they absolutely. see that yeah. and see the results of the yeah. former one. They say, okay, this child is safe because the responsibility of safety is part of that judge's right. responsibility, That's right. isn't it? That's right. And a, and a good Christian judge can make a big difference in the way for a lot of families yeah. and for a lot of children. Uh, I've been to some celebration of adoptions and two or three of the judges that I've seen, it's a celebration in their chambers or sometimes they've gone to the courtroom to do it to make it a bigger deal. And I, I heard one say, this is not what I usually have to do here, but this is what I like to do here and uh, give it, you know, and that's such a blessing. So Allie comes into your home at what age now? She was about seven months old when she actually came to our house full time. Okay. And she was 14 months old when she was adopted, roughly. Okay. So what we're going to do, we're not going to tell you the ages of all these, but oh, y'all, get it, y'all get it in your mind, the ages they are now, so people can know. Uh, you know, the whole process. So you got Alex, Addie, Anna, and Allie. And number five comes in. Was it planned, unexpected? How did that? That was did, totally unexpected. Uh, I mean, we. <laughs> you did think four was it. Right? I did. I <laughs> you did. didn't go home and say, well, where, where's we got room for more. No, we were, we were done at four. Yeah. And then um, a month after the mom ter- terminated her rights, she texted me and said, hey, I'm pregnant. And um, Adam and I had to think about it for a while because, you know, that was, I mean, I realized four, what's one more? But, I mean, that's, our van's full. <laughs> um, but we, we talked about it and we prayed about it and we said, no, this is this is what we're supposed to be, just supposed to do. And so right before Allie was adopted, we told her we would take Ava. So, okay, there it is, <laughs> Ava. There, so with this one, more than any other, you went through the process of pregnancy with the mom. I was at every you, I was at every appointment. appointments. Mm-hmm. I was at every appointment, every sonogram. Um, I was there when she was born. I was at the, in the delivery room when she was born. And ready to yes, ready for the it to come to a completion. Right. And Ava was born, and uh, when she was born, you did say, "Okay, Lord, my quiver is full." Yes. <laughs> Did you hear a little reluctance there, uh, Nathan? There was a little hesitation. There was a little hesitation. Well, you know what, though, when you say when you get when you get used to saying yes to God, you know, it, you've always got to leave that option open. Well, that's what I was for whatever say. God has. Even though I say yes, that doesn't mean that in a year, two years, five years from now, we may be doing another. Uh, exploring missions, and you're like, <laughs> and here's number six. So, I mean, I'm not saying it's completely out of the question, but yes, in our minds, we are full. Now, I wasn't adopted, but I was number nine. So, praise <laughs> the Lord for, for large families, and uh, praise God. I, I think about that. I said, man, my mom and dad could have stopped at eight and been happy, 
But I, I'm glad he didn't. I'm glad <laughs> they didn't stop. I'm glad I came along. So here's Alex, Addie, Anna, Allie, and Ava, children of Adam and Amy. <laughs> yep. The are the A squad. A, the A team, A squad, you have it. Okay, now that you have it, now you have, tell us the ages. We want to know this so people can know. Uh, the whole process was five years. Is that four and a half years? Well, uh, get, the adoptions were all done within 22 months. 22 three, months. Yes, three adoptions in 22 months. That is amazing. So the it rolled real slowly, and then it it yeah. speeded up quite a bit. Well, tell us their ages now. Um, Alex is 13. Aha! Mm-hmm. You're kidding. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Anna, now see, well, now see, what happens, it, it, Anna's the third child to come into foster care, right. but she's the second oldest. Right. Yes, she's and, 11. And then Addie. And then Addie is seven. Seven years old. Uh, Allie is uh, 20 months. Ooh. <laughs> months. And, then, and Ava is just a little over a month. One month, though. So we're celebrating big time. Oh, yeah. Okay. How do you feel? Fulfilled? I do. You remember you was talking about, you know, y'all were married nine years, no children. You had a hard time getting your mind about loving an adoption child as much as you would a biological child. Yes. I want to just tell you, y'all guys passed the test. (laughs) I'm observing. And Nathan, what? Have you ever seen any two people no. smile this any more than these two? It's wonderful, especially considering now with a one-month-old. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> You're having to change diapers and stay up late and sleep deprivation. I've changed most of them. Is it two sets of diapers? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So y'all making runs to stores quite often. A cloth diaper. Oh, cloth diaper. Are you a cloth diaper, Mama? You yep. told me that the other day, yep. I think. Well, I'm not going to go there. But, uh, <laughs> So your your washing machine is getting quite a workout. Every, every day. day. Every day. Every day. And so tell us, we hadn't got a lot of time, grandparents, how are they? They, I know one of them I met the other day. She just looks like she loves those children. My mom's moving in. <laughs> so if that says anything. That says, okay. Um, they're actually going to be living in the basement. Um, and his mom's pretty much our house every day, so. Helping you? Are, are they a blessing to oh, you? Oh, absolutely. They say uh, it takes a village, and we definitely have a village. <laughs> we, it's a village of Suttis and what's your maiden name? Birmingham. Birmingham from Alabama. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, didn't, I didn't. My dad actually lived in Birmingham. Okay, Birmingham of Birmingham. Okay. <laughs> yep. Guys, y'all are a blessing. Nathan, uh, it's fun to do radio like it this, is. isn't it? We, we really would just want this for our listeners to uh, – you know, maybe you haven't considered foster care or adoption. or Maybe you do know people who are doing that. Uh, pray about it. Pray for them. And uh, see what God might have for you. When you say yes to Him, a whole new life might be awaiting for you. Amen. And I think, you, I think you've got to say, get ready for the struggles yes. as well and as the, the joy. And the tears. <laughs> they go together, don't oh, they? Oh, absolutely. Sounds like parenthood, no matter where it is just goes but when you have other people involved on the other side it does add difficulty it makes a difference but god can do it thank you for listening to exploring missions and we pray that god would bless you and reach out in your family to reach others with the good news of jesus christ 